Welcome to the Smut Hive. This is your trusty spoiler alert. This is our deep dive into our favorite romance books. We'll be spoiling all the good stuff. If you don't want to know yet, come back after you finish the book. And because we care, here's a little warning. We're going to be talking about sensitive topics that might be upsetting to some. Explicit language, sexual situations, such as questionable consent, abuse, and assault. Just a blanket statement of all the triggers. Welcome back. It is episode 10 and actually also the finale for our very first season of our very first podcast. So we are kind of excited for that. We will be taking just a little bit of a short break after this episode, but we will be back with season two. Um, But for this episode, we are actually doing... The Sainthood, Boys of Lowell High by Siobhan Davis. This is another reverse harem, mm-hmm. which is why the ugh is they are not my favorite. I know they're not. Um, this is also a dark romance. This is a high school bully romance. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is very fucked up. Like, Den of Vipers was fucked up, but this is yeah. fucked up in a whole different way. Yeah. Um, but this is a... Four book, four book, I believe four books. Yep, and Kindle Unlimited. Yep. Um, these are not my favorite covers. No, because what's on the cover is not what I picture any of the men to look like. Right. And I think it's duly noted that because we're talking about a high school bully romance, if you go into this book like fixated on the idea that these are high school kids no you are going to be fucking horrified right because there is no reason in the world that any set of 17 and 18 year old people a know how to fuck like these people correct because i even learned some shit in this book and i am not 18 folks i am not even who's doing dp at the age of 17 she's fucking four dudes yeah no there's four dudes there's a sex tape there's murder there's mayhem there's gangs there's I mean, I'm just saying, like, if you were to just stick, like, the cast of the fucking Sopranos in this, it would make more sense right. to you than being actually put in a high school environment. Yeah. I think partially the reason it's set that way is because it is a bully romance. So I think high school is really the only time that this type of bullying is seen like this kind of stuff doesn't happen in college because at that point most women are like who the fuck are you and they're not really you know they're women they've grown up they're learning life and in high school it's a little bit different so i feel like they have to set it in high school for it to be a bully romance and you'll see that a lot there's a lot of just single standalone bully romances that are high school there's also a lot of reverse harem bully romances in high school which is fine but realistically the sex that happens the plot line is not realistic for a high school aged person right i think the only thing that i can get behind on like understanding why something is considered like a high school bully romance is the fact that like 18 year old bitches don't know no better right so maybe that's that's how they get away with the stuff But they, the authors of these different types of book series tend to make the main girl 
you know, the one who's at the mercy of Mm -hmm. four plus fucking dudes is like, she's the badass, you know, oh, she's the badass. And we all fell in love with her because she's the badass. We were going to treat her like shit for a while first, but then we're all going to magically fucking fall in love with her because she could fuck us all at the same time and magical pussy and all this type of crazy 18 year old bitches don't know no better because in reading even this particular book series, which I will note is something Morgan made me do Mm -hmm. because I did not want to. And I quit reading this series like at the same point every fucking time. But yeah, I had to read it for this podcast. Payback. You made me read chapter eight. This is payback. It is fair. Mm-hmm. Except chapter eight was still only two books and this was like four. Well, you only read three. I read the fourth. That's fair. Same. And the truth. Yeah. Because I just couldn't. <laughs> I don't care if I could completely take myself out of the environment of them being in high school. Yeah, I had to. Because it is fucking horrifying yeah. if you feel as though 18 year old right. kids know this shit because there was shit I didn't even know. And I'm like, huh. I had to mentally like remove that from the equation yeah because the first time that they had sex i was like there's no fucking way these kids are fucking 17 or 18 years old like this like there's literally no way i have never heard a male under the age of 21 (laughs) speak like this right and what man under the age of let's be serious, 25 knows how to work a woman's body right. like this. Right. And these are all 18 year olds. Right. And like, I think one 17 right. year old. Like, okay. Not realistic at no. all. No. So, I mean, kind of take it like you would Den of Vipers where it's not really meant to be realistic because outside of their age group, outside of the crazy amount of sex that they Mm -hmm. have that I just kind of physically find impossible, but we will totally get into that one. But I just feel like, you know, the, the murder mysteries that are involved and the gangs that are all involved and the way that the town, you know, Mm -hmm. is split into these factions and whatever, it's just not realistic. So I get that you're going into a book, you're going into a different environment. It's creating a world for you. But I would fucking move. I would fucking right. move. If this was my town and all of this crazy was going on and people were dropping like flies for whatever. Yeah. And the neighborhood babysitter five years later is fucking four fucking dudes that are running the gang for their dads. Yeah. Like, whatever. I'm out. I hated this book. Yeah. I hated everything about this series. Yeah. Even the sex. I hated the sex. See, the sex for me was hot in its own right i'm not big on like let's have four guys bang one girl at once i'm not into that but like when one was fucking the main girl named harlow by the way right i was into it yeah now essentially this is like jillian said a i mean the fourth book is brand new it's very short so we'll essentially say a three book full book series but there is a lot to unpack So we are not going to go our additional route and try and timeline out the book because if you give away one thing, you have to give away another. And it's a whole big plot line that's all connected all over the place. Which was actually really good. Yes, it was really good. It was very thought out. It was not a high school level by any means. But we don't have a five hour episode. But I mean, if you take out the fucking, all the fucking if you take all of that out 
this would be like a crazy true crime type yeah. of, you know, documentary yes. series or something like that that you could see on like Netflix yeah. or HBO Max or something like that. But because that was very clever. Yes. But they just added so nothing much, but orgy to So it. much sex. Yeah. So we're going to kind of talk about the characters, what we thought about the characters, and unpack specific things that we liked or disliked and then we'll kind of leave it up to you to read it for the actual plot line because that the who done it the who done it yeah. yeah so um i'm just going to kind of get started as far as like where it starts timeline wise uh so you have a girl her name is harlow she goes to this private school she's from a rich family and she's looking for her boyfriend at a party. She cannot find her boyfriend. Some rando tells her that her boyfriend is at a guy named Galen's house. And she's like, fuck, that's one of the sainthood boys. But like, I want to find my boyfriend. So she goes to this house. The sainthood is like a gang. Uh, goes to his house, finds her boyfriend fucking some chick. So she's like fuck you. Like you get my sloppy seconds, peace the fuck out. And just is like casual about it and leaves. Now I'm going to start off by saying outside of her overly extensive sex drive. I like Harlow. She's fucking upfront about her sluttiness. She doesn't give a fuck. She wants revenge for things that have happened because her dad was murdered. Which is just the very tip of the start of the plot line. Right. Um, so I liked her up front. Just like she takes no shit. She says it like it is. She knows what she wants. And that's it. Like there's not a lot of hidden agenda with her. Okay. So up front, I liked her. So she, whatever, she leaves her boyfriend in the dust and he like chases her out. And so she's like, I need to fucking find somewhere to hide. So she goes into like this, I don't even know what it is, garage, room, whatever the fuck. She walks in and there's like a group of men playing poker. Boys. Boys. Right. 18. Boys. But mentally, Mentally, we're outside of the high school. Mentally, these are men, folks. So she recognizes them to be. The sainthood. Which is a gang. Which is a gang. And that's her town. It's four guys. We have Saint, who's like the leader. We have Galen, who is the leader's cousin, but also I feel like the dickest, like the dickiest dick mean dick. Yeah. Uh, Then we have uh, Kaz, who's like the muscle man, but also super funny clown. Yeah. And then we have Theo, who you learn is actually one of Harlow's exes from before he was in the gang. Right. Like a tech guy. Right. And he's very techy and very smart. So she sees them and she essentially asks them as her boyfriend's pie on the door, like protect me. And they're like, do you know what this means? Like essentially if we do this, we want something in return. And she is essentially just like, yep. Yeah. Like, I know the rumors yeah. with the sainthood, if you fuck one of them, you fuck, you fuck all of yeah. them. Which and she was just like, fine, my 
ex boyfriend my now ex boyfriend yeah. is outside the door banging on it, yeah. like still like with his dick out, yeah, fucking the skank. And I've come in this room and I know exactly what I'm walking into and yeah. I know exactly who you jokers are and you're gonna fuck me. Right. And then they do. Yeah. Well, three three of the, three four. Of the four because Theo, the ex is iffy about the whole situation. Yeah, we don't They have a know bad history. Yet. You can kind of tell, but yeah. it's not been ever said. As readers, we yeah. know that they have a history, but you can tell that like the other boys of the sainthood don't know that there's yeah. a thing. They're just like, "Listen, fuck this bitch," and he just like right. walks off in the corner. Cuz they don't know who she is. Right. Theo does, but they don't. So Saint, who is my favorite and mine. Right. Shocking. The leader. Yes. He's just like, "All right." Take your fucking clothes off. Like, let's get down to business. And his cousin, Galen, doesn't really want to. He's just like, are you sure you, like, want to do this? Like, this is just a skank. Right, right. You know, blah, blah, blah. And Saint's like, fucking hold her wrists. Yeah. Like, you're doing this. So, and then Kaz comes in. And he, like, kisses her because he's, like, sweet and funny. And then, honestly, the first sex scene for me, now up front, three at a time i'm focusing not on the three at the time i'm just focusing on like the specific scenes between harlow and like each man even though they're in the same vicinity they're not fucking her at the same time yet well at least i mean like only two of them can at the same time right but But not yet it's just like single man yes and it's hot i was like this is fucking hot also saint I love Saint. I that take Saint my pants is the off. Only thing about this series that I like. He's so hot, and see, I like Kaz too. Mm. He's just funny. I liked like the take how the author like wrote him in, and how he was like caring and funny, but also like a smart ass. Yeah, he's. I mean, but you find that in these particular type of books, like they all have like yeah. your smart tech guy, yes. and your like funny muscle guy, yeah. And, this book is the exact yes, same. It's it the same cookie cutter shell. Yeah. And for me, like I could have found the exact same, um, you know, got my rocks off in the exact same way if it would have just been a saint in Harlow book. Yes. And then the boys would have just been his besties yeah. and his cousin and the, his sidekicks. And she did not literally have to take yeah. her fucking panties off right. and fuck these jokers all yeah. the time. Because we've read books that start off with like four guys, but then she actually only has sex in a relationship with one of them. Right. I prefer those because I feel like it's more realistic. The other guys have like a part in her life, but not like a sexual relationship. This one was just upfront. No emotions obviously involved outside of Theo, but they're just screwing. Yeah. And like, you get the idea that something horrific has happened to her. Yes. And this is the reason why she's the way that she is. Like she's gone through like survival school and self-defense and kickboxing mm-hmm. and she carries knives and she is a badass. Yeah. And she's trying to solve the murder of her father. Yeah. And it's all related to these gangs and she's trying to infiltrate and mm-hmm. be what she's not. And you get all of that. And then of course, you know, she's going to fall in love with all yeah. the penis that she's getting and them individually. Yeah. And this is where I just get bored. I get absolutely bored because I feel like all this is, is you're basically writing the same guy with just a little bit of difference, four different ways, and then claiming it's four different people, and then writing a bunch of orgy fucking sex scenes of people shoving shit in different places, thinking (laughs) that we've never read that before, and somehow that's going to be a shock and awe factor. 
but you're trying to sell us on the idea that this 18 year olds are capable of forming these type of relationships, right? Not only with one person, but a group of five, right? And like, I'm not trying to slut shame anyone. I'm not trying to say no. if you're a poly, whatever, that you're wrong. Fuck, do your thing. But at 18. At 18 or at my age, I'm just feeling like fucking bullshit. Because I've been married to the same man for over 23, something like that yeah. years. And I'm just like the idea of multiplying him into different like people or multiple yeah. people. And I would just know. I'm, ex I'm know. exhausted thinking about One it. One man. Yeah. One man. I am a very happily right. married woman. I absolutely yeah. love the cards that I have been dealt. Yeah. But if you multiplied him into additional motherfuckers, I would be out. I'm out this bitch. Right. No. And I don't buy these reverse harems yeah. because of this. I just don't I, get it. I'm the same. I mean, for me... If you take the emotion out of the story and you're just having sex with men, single, singular at one time is I can get down with that. Whatever. You're embracing your sexuality. You're having sex with different guys. You're not in a relationship with any of them. You do you, boo. Right. But the second you start talking about loving each one equally and everyone is a big happy family i just cannot 18 or not i i do not understand at 18 first of all you don't know what love is i'm sorry you just don't you don't also you're grieving yeah so already you're an emotional mess right. she doesn't have a good relationship with her mother no and i just I just don't think a human is capable of loving numerous people equally at the same time. Right. How can you, how can you not like someone a little more because of this or yeah. like someone a little less because of this or like, I love him, but like, he's not as good in the sack. I just don't feel like there's equal love between you and four guys and how is there not even one singular ounce of jealousy i do not understand oh this but concept. Saint is a little jealous he is though, he is he, being the leader yeah he wants to control especially at first yeah he wants to control basically like he can fuck her first and then if he feels like it he'll let everyone the others else fuck yeah her. And she's from the get-go going, no, that's my choice. Like, yeah. I'm going to fuck who I want to fuck. I'm going to sleep in the bed yeah. with who I want to sleep in the bed. And folks, they start out with like one or two sleeping in the bed. Yeah. And then there's like a new bed is ordered because right. like all of them have to sleep together now. And I'm thinking, even if they're not 18, but even if they are 18, mm -hmm. and even if the grown fucking men do not all sleep in the bed together, no. they do not. They don't. No. I don't get it. And I don't like it. If they would have left love out of it, I would have been completely fine. Right. But because she's trying to sell it as yes. actual relationships and I'm just like, mm, no, yeah. I just don't. Th these are not what I like. like. Right. I don't like historical romance either because mm -hmm. I would never survive in a place without electricity and oh, internet no. and hair products and all the fucking things. <laughs> I'm not roughing it. There is no roughing it in no. my lifestyle. I, I can't camp. even camp. I don't even I don't camp. camp. Like camping to me is like a three-star hotel. Right. If you're a holiday in, that's considered <laughs> camping. I don't yeah. camp. So historical romance don't do it for me. No. 
reverse harems, they don't do it for me because I don't even, I can't get into the mindset of even going, I get these are not realistic, but they're not an escape for me because right. it's just, well, you can't put yourself in that position. There's you, no way four fucking dicks are going no. in and out of every hole in my body no. constantly. My vagina would hurt day. so bad. No vagina has 12 orgasms no. every 20 minutes, no. bitch. No, no, it's just not even. It's not even I, sexy it's, anymore. No. I, and I just, you have sex with, let's just say, four guys in one day. Yeah. I'm sorry. This is not wow. gentle no, not making gentle love sex. sex. This is like, we're going to bang it out for 30 minutes to an hour. And then two hours later, she did the same thing with someone else. How are you walking? Yeah. How are you walking anywhere afterwards? How do you yeah. get out of bed? And we already know, like, one of them has the biggest dick over right. the others. And, like, one of them is just an ass man. Yeah. So I just, it's always in her ass. I can't. And there are times that it's just two of them fucking, one of them fucking, three of them fucking, four of them fucking, yeah. two of them fucking. It's, it's just a lot. constantly... And I feel like it's very repetitive. Yeah. I don't feel like there's anything exciting about the sex scenes. I feel like they're all the same. When you open up book one and you have the foursome to your, the threesome, I guess, and then the one whacking off in the corner, like I get it. I liked it because it was new. I liked it. It was new. You got into it. But then it continued. And, on. But when it continued and then you add feelings to it. So you think you're supposed yeah. to feel a different way about it, but you don't, it's still just, holes being filled yeah like, i don't find any attraction in the stuff that was explained to me yeah and on top of it these fuckers are apparently going to school they're apparently like masterminds of murders and drugs help run a gang gangs and training camps yeah. and f like i don't know like cia and mayor's daughters and i That's don't even lot. know what the fuck so yeah. much is going on it's a humongous plot line yeah I do want to talk about her relationship with her mom. <coughs> Excuse it's, me. It's messed up. Yeah. So uh, they're both, let's just for the sake of saying they're bullying her at school. She goes home. She realizes that they are all in her home. The sainthood. The, the sainthood. The, the four boys. boys are in her home in which she lives with her mother. She does not know why until the saints dad, who is the head of the, sainthood gang is dating her mom and he had dated yes her mom. years ago right he is the worst of the worst disgusting creepy as fuck man sinner is what they call yes him. he's horrible and he's saint's dad the first three lines written i was like oh i don't like him mm -hmm. he's fucking creepy and weird and mm -hmm. yeah no but here's here's the thing at this point now you're learning that there's a sex tape it was taped them having, when they all had sex together the very first time, mm -hmm. the three of them, it was taped and then released. Harlow tells her mother that it was released by them. And at first she's like, oh, you, you should apologize for that. Yeah. But then continues to let them live in her house. I had a really hard time wrapping my brain around that relationship because what mother puts her daughter in a position like that right and that's where it just wasn't any kind of 
realistic point to the plot. It that ruined because a lot of not things even for the me. worst fucking mother could explain away why she's letting the four boys that were in a sex tape with the daughter that right. shunned her out of private school right. after her father died and made her have to go to this other school. Like this all happened, and the whole city knew about right. it. And she's just gonna let these boys move into her house, which. The guy she's fucking sinner, his only child is Saint. Yeah. But he's got these three other guys tagging yeah. along with him. And oh no, you're fine. And then they're gone all the time. Right. Her mom and Sinner are gone. They're leaves they, the they're gonna get married. Leaves like, the five of them in a house all by themselves and lets the them have parties. Yeah. I, I can't. It just it just wasn't No. I just couldn't wrap my brain around that whole relationship and situation. Yeah. And like Sinner with his dad, like yeah. world's worst fucking father. World's worst. He wants his son to like take his place and be his number two, but yet he treats him the worst yeah. out of everyone. And Sinner is not only, you know, fucking Harlow's mother, but he's also like trying to fuck Harlow or, you know, touching her boobs and yeah. like antagonizing the boys and, you know, all the, I mean, there's just so much. It's not even hidden on. though. It's like out in the open. Yeah. And no one fucking says anything. I, I believe that at some point Saint does get a backbone and he's like, don't fucking touch her again. Like right. she's mine. Right. So like, yay. Finally, someone like stands up, but also he could kill me. So yeah. like, maybe I don't want to do it too much or all the time. Yeah. I don't know. The whole parent situation in this book was horrifying. horrifying. It was horrifying. It was like, it was like, you know, you watch like One Tree Hill. If yeah. you're from mine and Morgan's yes. generation, you watched One Tree Hill originally. And like, you might've been a parent at that point or thinking of being a parent at that point and thought, oh my God, if my kids did this, what the fuck? How did these parents not know what their kids are doing? Yeah. And these kids are like horrible. They're doing all kinds. Of, you're not worried about, are they smoking pot or drinking? The answer to those questions are yes. Yes. And they're having sex with multiple partners and no one's wearing a condom. And they're murdering and they're people. Murdering people. And I mean, it was just absolutely fucking insane. Yeah. But they focused all on the sex and then focused all on her building individual relationships so that by book two and three, you could turn it into love. Yeah. Instead of just being like ridiculous sex. And when I mean ridiculous sex, sometimes it wasn't hot. Sometimes it would just be like walking into a room and Harlow would make us mean ass comment because there's, you know, quote unquote, bullying her and torturing her. And one of them is just like, well, drop to your fucking knees and suck this dick. And she does. And I'm like, well, that part wasn't hot. Like, right. no, but saint as we mentioned before is my absolute favorite yes. and this could have been an entire series just about him and i would have read it because he oh, is yeah. the sexy kind of dominant that i like yes. and he doesn't like sharing but he does make all these sacrifices and decisions because it's the only way that he thinks he can keep her mm -hmm. and the only way that he thinks he even deserves her because yeah. he never was raised with love he doesn't understand love women have always just been disposable yeah and I mean, unfortunately, at his age, he's seen entirely too much fucking action, but whatever. And but he does seem think that he loves her and she develops these relationships with each individual one. And they're supposed to be meaningful. But to me, Saint was the only relationship that I felt right. meaningful. Yeah. Like Kaz has his own issues and she relates to him on his issues. Her and Theo work out what their past was. Yep. And Galen works out why he had an immediate hate on for her and. 
his whole issue mm-hmm. and they all come together and blah, blah, blah. But I'm sorry. I just do not think that these particular group of boys are all about crossing the motherfucking swords. I don't get it. I don't either. But they do. They do. Lots. And then there's even a little sub relationship of two of the boys that's off to the side yeah. that Harlow helps, of course, be very supportive about. But her ex-boyfriend, Theo, she always thought he was gay and he was just fucking her to like, they yeah. could work through their sexual, learning their sexual experiences, yeah. apparently when they were like fucking 15, right. which is also horrifying. But he has kind of a really like to Kaz yeah. and Kaz will fucking ass of anybody apparently. And he apparently. finds out that he likes Theo. Yeah. And I mean, they're all very much in a relationship yes. like even as far as one of them gets married to the other but they're all considering themselves married and oh uh, it's a ride i was exhausted I know. so we're gonna take a break i have to have a break right now yeah we I need just, a drink yes. we're all worked up or two we'll be back in a moment okay and we're back a few high noons later <laughs> we needed it <laughs> yeah um so as Jillian stated prior, there is a marriage that happens between Harlow and one of the boys. We are not spoiling that for you. Yeah. But uh, the murder mystery comes to a closing. The book is wrapped up in that sense at the end of the third book. And that part was still pretty good. It was. It yeah. was really good. Yeah. I liked how it ended. It was a good closure for right. sure. And then... The fourth book just came out, like, last week, I think. And I did read it. It is still Kindle Unlimited. So, it pretty much goes, like, five years in the future. They are still together. All of them. All of them are still together. They have children. They have three children. Because what makes this fucked up shit better? Right. Let's add some kids right. to it. Yay. There is, like, a medical situation. So they do know, like, which kid belongs to whom. There is still one guy out. I'm not spoiling that. But it essentially starts ruining the vibe they have as, like, a group. Because they have three kids and, and there's four men. Right. And one of them have not fathered. Right. Yes, and cannot yet. Okay. Because they've been trying, but it's not working. So they are all successful in their own right. Like, Harlow has her own business. So she's making really good money. Two of them have, like, their own, like, car business. One's in the IT world, and then one's a stay-at-home dad. I'm not telling who is who, because... But at the end of the third book, yeah. we do find out they walked away from the gang lifestyle. Yes. Like, okay. they're no longer a part of the gang lifestyle. Right. So, I mean, it's a good wrap-up. It yeah. wasn't, it was like, I mean, for me, like, I thought it was a good kind of novella yeah. situation to it's get, like, some closure. and revisit yeah. characters in the future and kind yeah. of see, like, yes, there is such a thing as happily ever after, even when you have more than one guy, which right. is stupid and fucked up, but whatever. Um, but then you see, like, there are still real world problems that happen in any solid relationship. You still have something that, you know, a bump and some kind of road you have to do. I mean, and I've read, you know, we've read series. Yeah. And sometimes when it closes out, I always think like, huh, I wonder what, like, 
where the author would take this couple like five years from now or like where they would be. So I did like that there was a fourth book. And I think it was because a lot of the, the readers said like, we want to know what happened to these characters. So she, she did write the fourth book and that's good. It was good. I liked it. It only took me like literally 20 to 25 minutes to read. It was pretty short, but Kendall Unlimited. Kendall Unlimited. Yeah. Awesome. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would love to tell you guys that we will never have to do another reverse harem, but Morgan, like, loves to stick that to me. And yeah. because I have to do what she says sometimes, I get talked into this shit. I'm going to be honest right now, what we have planned for season two, which is going to be fucking awesome, by the way. So awesome. We don't have a re- reverse harem in there. Good. Can we make sure we don't? I just don't like that. I make no gross. promises. Oh, I'm going to make you read like a historical romance with like. Ew, you shrill. won't even read one. Oh, but if I can get you to squirm <laughs> on like a no outhouse situation, like oh. you will call me losing your shit and it will be oh. hilarious. We're trying to get our husbands to do an episode with us in season two. Yes. Or we're forcing them to read a book. Or watch something. Or we haven't. Something. We haven't quite figured out how it's going to work, but yeah. you guys will meet chris and bill in yeah. season two that's get ready funny. for that that's hilarious <laughs> yes um i think that there's something i've actually kind of wanted to talk about through the whole season um and now the finale just seems like the best time to do it if you guys don't know what passion flicks is like i really truly think that you're missing out i mean i was yeah. i didn't know it existed until i until Julian and I became friends and like a couple, I want to say weeks maybe into yeah. our friendship. She's like, Oh yeah. Da, 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 passion flicks. And I was like, what the fuck is that? And she's like, well, it's Netflix, but for like smut books, sign me the fuck up. What is this? What's, what is this? Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So it, it's fairly new. It's only a couple years old and it is essentially like a Netflix. You, yeah. It's a subscription service. It's not very expensive. There's different promotions that are out there all the time, but you can get it, you know, anywhere. You just go to passion, get the app for passion flicks. And it's actually a Hollywood director and she opened this network. And what she does is she takes these books and she turns them into movies. Mm-hmm. Now, listen, I'm not talking about like Netflix money or HBO Max money. So we're not talking about we're not getting Chris, Golden Globes. We're here. not getting Chris Hemsworth right. in the role of every hot fucking character. Henry Cavill is right. not showing no. up at all. But what I have seen so far is really good. Yeah. And I think the reason why we're super excited mm, about it mm-hmm. is because the very first two episodes that we did for this podcast were Jody Ellen Malpass's This Man series, which was this the series that brought me and Morgan together, um, is going to be a Passion Flicks series. Dude, and I they cannot are fucking starting wait. starting to cast Jesse Ward right Can now. Can not wait. Although I will say... The cast for Jesse Ward will either make or break the series. It will. Because if they don't cast right, it's going to fuck it up. Yes. My hope is, is it's actually a brand new star. Yeah. Like, I think it needs to be a no name that no one has ever seen or heard of before that just looks like you want to lick him from, yeah. like, his forehead down to his right. toes. That is fucking Jesse Ward. Well, I feel like it can't be 
anyone that's done anything, because I feel like sometimes when it's someone that's already done something, you have like this preconceived notion of yeah. like what kind of actor they are, or like you are basing them off of like a previous character. So I really feel like it should be someone that's not done anything. So you can really like put him in like the Jesse Ward role. Yeah. And this is really much a a network that is run by women. Yeah. So she options um, Tosca Musk, who actually is Elon's sister, yes. is the owner and, and founder of Passion Flip. She's also the director. She buys the books or, you know, gets however all that good stuff works. But, like, she's done a Jodie Ellen Malpass before. She's done The Protector, mm -hmm. which is just a standalone book. But she allows the authors themselves to participate. Yeah. They're actually all in the movies at some point, just playing a little side character mm -hmm. or whatever. They're involved in writing the screenplay for it. It very much sticks to the books because that's what we fell in love with in the books. That's what you want to see on the screen. And that's yes. what we lose sometimes when they go, you know, big budget like yes. Fifty Shades did. You lose a lot of stuff that you got from the books. Yeah. And Passion Flicks really does do it right. And there are several, several ones that are out there. But this man, that's what's going to make or break, you know, yes. our love for Passion Flicks going forward. Because that is our favorite series together. That is the one that started this. And we just can't wait. Right. Yeah. They just finished, there's a series called Driven. Mm -hmm. We we did not review this series, but it was a good series yes. to read. And they just finished the second season, which I think was the second season, the second book. Yes. So there'll be another one because there are three books, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I haven't watched the second season. I know you have. Oh, yeah. I watched the first one. And I mean, it's low budget, but... If it's low budget and it still gathers my attention and I'm not, like, bored, I feel like yeah. that's a win. Yeah. They're very sexy yeah. without being, like, this isn't, like, you know, Skinamax by This isn't Pornhub. It's not porn, right. but there is some nudity. Yeah. But it's very, like, it's very focused on the romance, but it's yeah. very focused on the hotness. Yes. Like, what you get out of these books. So I love that there's an idea of, and it, it is really kind of like a woman-based company. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really do like think that that's an awesome thing. Like she reads the books that we read and she's turning them into yeah. the actual, you know, movie slash yep. series or whatever. Um, and she does ask on Instagram. She'll say on a regular basis, tell me what you want to see. Like, yeah. tell me what you guys want. And she's so far, I feel like done a pretty good job about getting what the audience wants on the screen. So yeah. I'm looking forward to doing the second season for Driven. I've been waiting until they were all done so I could like binge it because we all know I'll binge it oh, yeah. until like two in the morning. Yeah. But I'm pretty excited for that. I'll probably do that soon since we're going on a small break. But yeah, I know. I love that Patch and Flicks is a thing. It is. And I think it's just even during COVID, you know, there are a lot of things that were shut down, but they were very open in their mm -hmm. communication and they went back to filming and they were very safe and um you know they're trying to to can you continually you know shoot things yeah. and there's a lot of things that are coming out like um gabriel's inferno is a big book series and that is a big budget type mm -hmm. movie because they went to italy to do it and you know all that kind of stuff and the actor in that is really fucking hot yeah um there's just several i mean again hot men yeah hot men they pick always them. down they pick them well and they yep. write them with the good dirty talk yep and it's on the screen and it's a very low fee. I'm sure you can get a promo somewhere. Oh yeah. Google well, for it, sure. But... I think if you sign up for it for the first time, you get the first seven days for free. Cause yeah. that's what I did. 
and I binged every single thing on that entire site. Yeah. Like the entire channel I binged in seven days. Yeah. They have a very big social media yeah. you know, presence. So you're really, they're constantly updating you like when things are coming out and mm -hmm. who's got cast for what and what book did they just buy the rights to. And yeah. yeah. So look it up. Yeah. We feel as though that's something that absolutely is worth promoting because again, this man, I cannot wait. Mm. There will be episodes upon episodes when yes. that series hits where we can actually watch it and review it. Like that will be a thing. Um, but that wait. is pretty much what we've got going on for our very first season of our very first podcast. I cannot believe that the first season is done already. I know. It went by so fast. It did. But there's so much coming for season two. Yeah. And then like, you know, God willing, season three. Right. And, you know, we just want to keep doing this because yeah. there's lots of books to read. There's lots of things to talk about. And we know what we're doing now for kind the most of. part. Kind kind of. Of, so. I mean, these high noons helped. But... <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> but we really, really, really appreciate everyone's support. Still give us a review rating on Apple iTunes if you can. Email us, message us, tell us if there's something you want us to read. Yeah. If you have comments, thoughts, we want to know. We do. We'll put it into season two if we can. Yeah. So, I also think we yeah. need to do a big shout out to our husbands. Yes. They uh, are very supportive. Chris and Bill, we love you guys very much. Um, we spend a lot of time away from you yes. and away from the responsibilities of our normal lives yeah. in order to be able to just basically drink and chat about books, yeah. but they let us do it. Um, and we really appreciate you guys and we couldn't do it without you. Yeah. We love you so much. All right. And we love you guys. And thank you again. If you haven't experienced the entire season one of the Smut Hive, please do that. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell whoever you want, but we can't wait to come back to you with season two. And that's about it. Talk to you guys soon. Bye.